Hey, what's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the podcast. This is episode 51 featuring my good friend, Nikki Ballou. Uh, we honestly just kind of sit down and uh, shoot the shit this episode, and we just talk about a variety of different topics. Um, the main three I can tell you we talk about is we talk about dreams, cars, and we really dive into depression on this episode where we talk about the bad ends of it, what you can do as a friend to help your friends and and all that sort of stuff. So if you guys like that, enjoy. We also have a, just a fucking fun time with this and we laugh a lot and have a good time. So hopefully you guys enjoy and please make sure to subscribe and like the podcast. Thank you. Deja vu, deja vu is a thing of your alternate reality, like kind of like Rick and Morty where like your, your alternate reality and you you see what your other person did in a different dimension. That's why you get deja vu. And that's why you, you see it. Like you sit there and you're like, oh shit, this sounds familiar. So you're saying the Mandela effect and deja vu are linked. In, in, a, in sense, a sense. In a sense, yes. Mm. Um, because when you see deja vu, you're like, you get like that weird tingly feeling in your body. And you're yeah, like, no, okay, no, no. I've had that yeah. shit. I've had like because you have full like, on experience where you're like, I'm like, holy fuck, this yeah, just this, happened this, before. And then usually you're like, Okay, I feel like this is gonna happen, but it doesn't happen. It's something with your alternate body in an alternate dimension that experienced that situation and that certain thing. So it's like a there's just a cross point where two of your dimensions are intersecting. It, yes, for a brief it, moment, and like then they dreaming. divert again. Yes, exactly. It's like mm. dreaming. Like when you're dreaming, you see something, but it's your personal body, but something's going on. <laughs> I don't think, in my opinion, I don't know how dreams could be. They could be real. I get there's that whole thing of like, oh, dreams are part of another dimension. Like you're just tapping into another dimension. I'm like, really? There's spiders with faces on them? <laughs> like what? <laughs> I mean, like, think of I, think of your most ridiculous dream that you've had, and tell me that that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that is a good point. But you think about it. Look at Rick and Morty. You've seen the show Rick and Morty, correct? Oh, who hasn't seen Rick yeah, and Morty? Yeah, exactly. So if you haven't seen Rick and Morty, you're a fucking loser. Yeah, okay. Exactly, exactly. Rick and Morty is the show to watch. I finally finished season. I did too. Four. Season four. Did you yeah, finally yeah, finished yeah. it. Oh, it's yeah. good. Um, like how they say, like all the dimensions are weird. Like they have fucking ant ones, they have snake ones. They have so there could be one. Okay. Okay. So like you see that alternate reality, you see like the dream, and it's a crazy ass dream. And you're like, this is fucking weird. And then imagine like other realities have <laughs> dreams of you, like doing be, an experience. This would be so embarrassing. But I had a dream where I was g- doing like you know like whitewater. Okay, everyone knows whitewater Water rafting. Rafting, yeah. Okay. I was in an inner tube, like I was going down the fucking lazy river, mm-hmm. but I was whitewater rafting in this tube with. Sadie Robinson or whoever that girl is from fucking Duck Dynasty. I have no idea why, but we were whitewater rafting in inner tubes together. So I apparently live a very fascinating life in my other life dimension. Dude, I'm thinking the same thing. Like yeah. some of my lives, I'm like, damn, I wish I was fucking there. I mean, if that's the theory, this life is fucking boring. Yeah, there's some other lives that I'm like, damn, yeah, I wish this, I was doing that. This life right is now. the nine to five, and that life's like, oh, we're gonna jump off a cliff and like do like, three flip for yeah, front flips like, and i'm like i can't do that now like <laughs> there, there's some crazy crazy things that you see in dreams and you're like so would you rather be able to control your dreams or be able to save them on a memory drive and be able to rewatch them Ooh, uh save them save them yes you think so? yeah i think so too. and it'd be so cool to go back. i used to actually there's like a brief like two or three months where i would wake up and I had a notebook next to my stand and I would write down the dream as fast as I could as I, as I would remember it because I wouldn't always remember them. Mm-hmm. I, ha- I have to find it. I had this whole log for like a year of like these dreams I had. That's the only reason why I remember the one I just mentioned. 
It's the only reason I remember. It's the one. Down. Yeah, I wrote that one oh, down, that and idea. it's like one of the few ones I remember. But like, I had so many weird. Ones. I've had some crazy ones, um, just with like people in life, and like, I've had it where like, oh, I uh, like before I go to bed, I'm like, you know, I really wish I could have like a sign, like, what is this going to be like? And I have a dream, like, yeah. with that person yeah. in it, and I'm like, whoa, what's that? What's that? Yeah, like, yeah, this one's supposed to do? Okay. There's a lot of times where I'm like, damn, I really kind of want a good dream tonight. And then you get no dream, and you're like, fuck. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn. I'm like, is that a sign? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, man, I really wish I had a dream right was now. That another, like, was that a sign? Was that like, you're, in, you're in a great mood, and you're like, man, I really want to dream with so-and-so doing so-and-so. You're like, ah, oh, yeah, I just wake up the next morning. I'm doing like, shit. so-and-so. I'm having, no, not, about? not doing so-and-so. Oh, like, wet, doing little, a, <laughs> wet dream action, man. <laughs> like, you're like, niggas get it. Niggas like, mm-hmm. I'm already getting to that subject already. But like, Those are weird. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into that. Let's fucking dive in. That is weird. Which part? All of it. The dreaming? The wet dream part. Oh, God. The wet dreams. Um, That's a weird thing. It That's is. a weird thing to have. It's natural. It's natural. It everyone is, has it. it. it we is. can all admit that. Women have it too. Guys have it. Everyone has it. But it's a weird thing because you're like sleeping. and You wake up and you're like, oh, shit. Well, I don't know what to do. Um, no, wet dreams are... A uh, very entertaining thing. Because I, <laughs> I feel like it. I, I don't want to go too. Into They're it. very entertaining. It's no, we don't need a story or nothing like that. Well, I wasn't gonna give a story. Good. Yeah, yeah. You said you don't want to go in detail. I'm just making sure. We, I feel like a wet dream is the way to get your fantasies out. Like you know, like there's some crazy ass fantasies that people have. I feel like that's a way to have that fantasy without actually doing the fantasy in a way. But you, I guess that's a good point to point at it. Or is it, I mean, how often do people fucking, like, get that shit? Mm. Doesn't happen much. I feel like when you're going through puberty, it's a lot more of a uh, a, a factor in your life because... You know, in puberty, like, what do you even know? You, you want to fuck you just, everything in the world. You just have this wet dream of, like... Oh, yeah, <laughs> like it's a weird thing, because when you're going through puberty, what, how old are you, like... 13, 14. I think you start somewhere around there. Yeah. You, you've never really done anything. So you're more or less like, hmm, I feel like this is what it's going to be like. And you, you have the wet dream. You're like, hmm, is that what it's like? <laughs> uh, you're like eight years old. You're like, I just, <laughs> years old. I just I kissed somebody sex. in my dream. <laughs> Does that count as my first kiss? You're like, I know what sex is now. You ever had dream, not wet dreams, but you ever had dreams where you wake up and you think they're real oh all the time all the fucking time have you ever had dreams where you wake up sweating yeah where you're like <gasps> and then you're like oh, oh okay i'm back you're like, like you're laying I'm in here. bed you're like I'm oh here. fuck i'm in bed i'm not running from zombies or whatever it zombies. is you know crazy thing i used to have this repeated dream have you ever seen lord of the rings of course okay so you it? know how like the big orcs and everything Ooh, like, shout out exactly yeah, okay so i had one <laughs> those who didn't know we're on the same page now <laughs> <laughs> I had one every single time. There was a specific scene in Lord of the Rings where they were fighting on a big hill. Mm-hmm, I always had a mm-hmm. dream that I was in that fight, okay. and I would have it repeatedly, like for like a year, all the time, like at least like twice a week. And it was the weirdest thing. Describe this more to me. So you're on top of the hill. Is that, well, I'm on the bottom. Battle of the hill. below yeah. you. Uh, I think it was the. Are you the orcs or the humans? No, I'm the human. Okay. I'm the human. I'm the human. <laughs> you're just getting obliterated. So, so the orcs, the orcs are, are like so close to winning every movie, and they just lose every oh, time. Every single time. Um, the life of a villain must suck. Anyways, continue. Yeah, I know. Honestly, we'll get into like, that. Um, 
so I would always be on the bottom of the floor, like the bottom of the hill. And you ha- was, I forget which movie. I think it was the first or second where they're doing the big old battle. And that was good. Coke real quick. Huh. I just need a Coca Cola. There you go. We are not sponsored by Coke, but it's in the shot now. <laughs> Coca Cola. Um, hang on, fuck. Make sure you. Um. Yeah. So you'd be fighting the battle, and every single time, they would always be doing bow and arrows, and I have a bow and arrow, and every single time we'd be trying to fight the orcs, okay. and whenever I die, I'd wake up every single time. So I pretty much had. Uh, there was a movie where you lived a life. And he would try to. It was like it was a train where he would try to find the bomb on the train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And he would die, and he'd wake up, and then he'd go back. He like restart the dream. So that was how mine was. Like every single time, it'd be a different kind of thing because I would kind of. It was like half in control, so I kind of like knew what was going on, but I wasn't fully able to control the entire thing. So every single time, it was a different outcome. So you got farther certain times than you did, yeah, and then exactly, sometimes exactly. you got, you got. You didn't go oh, as far. I, 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 did you yeah. get progressively farther every time? Uh, sometimes, so, but I couldn't control the full thing. So most of the time, I, I was just more or less just going along with it, and, and I was like the visual person. It's like so. At first, you're like, "What the fuck am I doing here? Why am I standing in these ranks with the bow and yeah, arrow?" Exactly. And then the orc, and the next guy next to you dies, and you're like, "Oh shit!" You're like, "Oh, well, I gotta start doing." And then you go Legolas, and you're like, "Yeah, Legolas, man." I haven't watched those movies in a long, long time. They're great movies. They really are. For some lot, reason, they're people, so amazing. They're, they're very underrated. A lot of people, especially the new generation, they, they will not know what Lord of the Rings is at all. They are super long. That's why. They, they are. What are they? Like two? Look up, look up how much. They're like three time. hours. They're three hours? I mean, they could be. I don't look see up, why they. Look up how long one of them will be. Um, I don't see why they wouldn't be. Oh, well. Whatever. Why did that not work? Nope, I didn't it. Nope. It's supposed to show the, the actual screen. screen for us, but okay. I guess we're not going to do that. So, Lord of the Rings. Time. Movies. I, I'm pretty sure they're very, very long movies. That's they're, why. They're good. They're very, very good. If you watch the full <laughs> thing, like... I'm blind. Um, don't worry, Grandpa. We got your glasses out back. We'll find them. Yeah, yeah. Not, <laughs> at least I'm not colorblind. I always forget your... Hey, hey. Fucking <laughs> watch it, okay? <laughs> I can see farther than you, but I can't see if it's blue or green. Damn it! Exactly. Lord of the Rings movie time. Yeah, I think movie time. Movie duration. Work. Movie duration. Yeah. Ooh, Let's big get word. specific. Big words. Let's get specific. I feel like it's like movie time. Three, again. four hours. Holy yeah, shit! Yeah, three hours. And four, that's the first one. The first one is three hours and forty minutes. Four hours. Four hours. Three hours. Three hours. It, it gradually. Dude, that's long. That's movie, the thing with the, the like the new generation, like you were saying. They don't. You know why they don't like it? They can't sit through that. They, they don't have a. They don't have a long attention no. span like we used to have. No, they like, got the girls t- on TikTok shaking their ass for a minute. That's all they got. God, that's all they can handle. What is what is your view on TikTok? What do you, what do you think of it? I mean, there's some. Uh, I mean, I like it. I mean, it's addictive as hell. I can get fucking on there for an hour. I don't even go on it that much for that reason because the second I get on it, I'm there for like an hour, mm-hmm. and I'm watching. First off, my like algorithm's so weird. It'll be like motivational quotes, and then it'll be like this guy's shoving a dildo. I'm just kidding. No. And then it'll be like, no. oh my god, <laughs> they don't allow that on TikTok. But it just goes like from like that. And then I got Star Wars shit because I'm a big Star Wars person. Mm-hmm. It's got like so it's got inspiration, Star Wars, and then like funny shit. That's about it. See, I don't have TikTok. Good. I I never Good. I never disband it. Get the way. The only Fuck TikTok it. I see is we we're talking about the Instagram feed. And everything that's the only TikTok, like, I don't know what the word is, like, um, 
the way you see TikTok is on Instagram. Yeah, that's the only, they have a lot of TikTok on Instagram. It, it's that's really like it really starts weird. on TikTok, it posts other places, right? It's like it's like the old thing, like you see Twitter. Twitter memes happen before Instagram memes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, I, I see right, a lot yeah. of Twitter. It's like um, it's like you seeing something and then you seeing it again, like going to a festival and then you see all the highlights or something. Like I said, like you see it first at TikTok and then it goes, it spreads to yeah. other places. Yeah. It's just crazy to me how the algorithm works so well. Because TikTok's like the only one that can really be like, ge- like genuine. Um, there's a term for it. I'm t- uh, organic growth. That's the word. Yeah, it, it's, well, it's like one of the few besides maybe LinkedIn that has like organic growth left. Left, like yeah. solid organic growth. Like Instagram and Facebook are just f- cluttered with ads. Twitter you can, but it's like super hard because it's so there's so many people on Twitter. But TikTok, like you could get famous tomorrow. Oh yeah! If you, you post you, the right you shit, you can have one little thing and it, it can blow up. Like, remember the what was the target? The Alex, the t- Alex from Target or something. He was just working at Target, <laughs> and then one random day, just he's a good like, looking dude at Target, yeah, and everyone was and, like, and "Oh my god, boom. I would shop at Target for him." Yeah, exactly. And then that next thing you know, he's on Ellen Generous. Or the, the, the damn Daniel, <laughs> the damn Daniel. That kid, he's he's, he's the, famous. But what happened? to The him? younger kids will gone. never understand how good Vine was compared oh, Vine? to tiktok what was that middle school that is high talent school for, was that Sixth, high school uh yeah oh it wow. might have been it might have a little bit of middle school and then high school i think it might have been my yeah like my eighth grade to sophomore year and then yeah, twitter vine, bought it and was like it's gone vine was a lot better of a thing it was it was more entertaining it, the creepy thing is the algorithms the algorithms they, they just know exactly i had all funny shit on vine Really? It was like I wish I could still like just go back and watch my old Vine, like my likes. Oh yeah, and just All like be able likes. to watch them because like that shit was like the mic went out. Um, that God damn it, stupid mic. Um, Vine was like you had to be like precisely funny within six seconds. Like there was oh, no like oh, was oh let me just like do this whole bit for a minute and mm-hmm. then like oh I'm funny at the end. Like no, you had fucking like boom right fucking now like get fucking funny. Yeah. You like, you had your like. 10 what was it like? i think like 10 seconds that you six had. it was six it was seconds six. completely six swear to god so you had six seconds and it was you had to do it really 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 quick but that's really how a lot of people quick. that's how a lot of people actually got big people got huge off of that and it was crazy oh i got it working. Uh, you figured it out <laughs> i figured it out baby for those who are listening you don't have no idea but yeah we figured it out this is what i was trying to look up there's this hallucinogenic <laughs> you're talking about like dreams controlling your dreams there's some hallucinogenic drug I don't remember what it starts. It starts with an S. Um, it's like salvia or something. Salvia. Salt. <laughs> if salt was a hallucinogenic. Hey, I mean, who knows? Imagine uh, if salt like was a hallucinogenic. So I know something funny. So I was watching uh, a podcast and Mike Tyson was in it. Apparently he's huge into hallucinogenic. Like he, uh, one of the, uh, apparently like a frog, you can smoke the poison off of it and you get like an outer body experience and you just, it's this crazy thing. He's like, yeah, I fucking love it. He took four grams of shrooms on the podcast. Like just, just straight. No fruit roll up, no peanut butter, nothing. Just, just inhale the thing. Are you saying if we had those here right now, you wouldn't do that? Uh, maybe eh, probably. Yeah. You go get them downstairs. But <laughs> <laughs> let's just let's just do that real quick. Um, imagine imagine doing God. imagine doing a podcast on like 
Well, you know the Post Malone and Joe Rogan, they did that for Wait, like really? f- like four hours. They were just on shrooms. That, I, Necrogoblicon. I feel like they kept talking about Necrogoblicon. Look at this fucking dude. I, I feel like Necro. that would be such an entertaining thing to do, just be like super, super fucked up and just talk about it. Like, I wish and Necrogoblicon. It's a band, and this guy literally wears a goblin head. Look what at this fuck? fucking guy. Look at this. That's really crude. Man. I don't want to be on the fucking Wikipedia. What the hell? Fuck Wikipedia. Look at him. Oh he just wi- now he has a podcast where he wears that and interviews people. He wears a goblin head and interviews people. I feel like if you, you you have to be out of the box in order to get like do these kinds of things now. He did this before. He's been around before? for a while. Oh yeah, yeah. this is before like he, this band has been around since the uh, they were formed in 2006. Damn. So the internet was like a baby. So a little like toddler. It was being it was ago. being catled. Dude, 15 years ago, man. It's yeah, crazy to think that yeah, No, dude, 100%. Like 15 years ago, how how I was 9 9 years old? 9 years old? Holy shit, I'm getting old, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I just put the wrong camera on. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I guess weird to think. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I just looked at the screen. It was a roll of fucking <laughs> your paper towels. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I was just trying to do that. Okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> we're getting old. Like 2020. The last few months, we were talking about this the other night. Like it, the the last, like from September to no- December, it flew by like nothing. It was so fast that we it was. We were so goddamn remember busy. Remember half of it. We were we so were. busy, and it was it just yeah. Like next thing I knew, we like you said, went to dinner. And we were like, holy shit, it's twenty twenty one. And we're like, yeah, where the fucking last three months go? Like I know that we're in the middle of pandemic, pandemic and all that, but um. I mean, Florida's open, so we were able to go do stuff. I mean, a lot of times we were just with our group at a house. Yeah. So it wasn't like we were out in public, but like it just was crazy. Like we kept doing these little house things, house adventures with everybody, which were fun as fuck. Um, that's something. That's something I feel like our group does uniquely. Yeah, I, I agree. I, that. We, I, we can we can make fun out of just about whatever, anywhere. whatever we do like the beach house we we stayed inside the whole time and we had a great time yeah like it yeah. wasn't there was no boring time in it from the minute we woke up to the minute we fell asleep if we fell asleep it, it was constantly having fun the whole time i, I absolutely i agree it's weird to me because like i see other friend groups i know their friend groups and like they have fun too i'm not gonna like knock their fun down but like I always see us and like we go out, we'll go, we get like Airbnbs in certain places and we just like all hang and have a fucking fun ass time. And I don't know, I mean, I'm sure there are other groups that do that, but like I don't know of anyone in our mm-hmm. area that fucking does that. No, same. Like it's like we do that and then people are like, wait, where are you going this weekend? We're like, oh, we're just getting the house here. We're going to have like a party for the weekend and then just chill. Yeah. Like, and it's always a good fucking time. It's, um, yeah, it's fun. Like, like we were in Davenport, the middle of bumfuck Egypt. And what we do? That, Honestly, that was, that was one of the funnest was, weekends yeah, I've had exactly. in, in a while. I mean, 2020 sucked. There wasn't a lot to do. But, like, deadass, that was a fun weekend to close out 2020. It, not going to lie. I think that was, that was probably one of the best ways to end 2020, especially with the, the mortars. It just <laughs> went, At the end oh of the God. night, when we were, yeah, we, were a little, we were a little tipsy, um, 
just popping off those mortars was one of the highlights. Like I was sitting there and I was like, this is this is like a movie. So we um so those who like haven't no haven't no one to fucking knows no, the story. No, so they, like here we go. So we basically rented this house in um we're just gonna call it Orlando, it's New Orlando. We rented a house in Orlando for our group for the weekend. And New Year's we went and bought a bunch of fireworks. Our buddy Fernando, who hopefully comes on one of these days, shout out Fernando. Um Bought a bunch of these like mortar fireworks, which everybody knows what those Sir are. Sir Lancelot, but we, that's like, the name of them. We're in this like private neighborhood, and we basically are like the life of the party at that point in time because yeah. we're like all the fucking houses in this neighborhood are coming out because we're launching like fucking massive fireworks at New Year's. And what is like the third one we launched? We have like oh, that's we have at least twelve. This the third on one the we launched blew up like. Five feet above the air, it blew up in the can. I got hit with fucking shrapnel. We were like, oh. or whatever the fuck it is. I'm gonna call it shrapnel because that's what it was. I didn't kill that's me or anything, word. but it's a good word. Yeah, like I'm in the war. I'm, I'm, I'm in hit, sir. Got it with shrapnel. Madden, Madden, Madden. I wrote them. So, out of 2020, what would you say was your your biggest highlight? What, what would you say your 2020 highlight? Uh, like your 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 one memory that you remember the most. Shit. Um. It's so cloudy and foggy. Twenty twenty right. was a it shit was, year. It was a long year. Um. I mean, I guess kind of at the beginning because like I was able to do shit. Like Florida was one of the last to close. We got to go to Forbidden. I, I guess you I would say Forbidden did. Kingdom because I'm a big festival goer, as most of you know that listen and stuff like that. Like, so I was able to go to one of the last ones before it uh, happened. I agree with that. Forbidden Forbidden was a really fun it's a smaller festival, but it's it's nice. It's you don't have to walk ten minutes like Vegas where you could just go there and you're just like, all right, let me go to the next stage real quick. It's gonna it's gonna change really quick. Oh, hundred percent. Vegas uh, Forbidden's gonna get a lot bigger. Apparently it's in June this year. Well they moved it because of COVID. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna happen in February. Insomniac probably has a lot bigger connections than uh, Pepe, although mm-hmm. Pepe's amazing. Probably has more connections. Make, make sure that doesn't get in the throat. <laughs> I didn't do that. <laughs> um, but um, sorry, <laughs> break. Um, but um, break time. Yeah, if they get uh, it, uh, Insomniac's probably gonna take it bigger than it, it was. So Insomniac just, did buy them out, correct? They didn't buy. It doesn't seem like they bought them out. It seems like they're partnered together. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. We'll see. I'm, I'm to trying do. to get the deets as we speak. I don't know if it's going to happen or not, but um, I know. Yeah. I just know they partnered with them. Um, I think Insomniac wants to move more into Florida because they want to take over. They want to kind of fight against Ultra. Ultra's you know, as big as EDC Ultra's, Orlando is, Ultra is the main the main. A hundred percent. In yeah. Florida, Ultra is the biggest one. It's world renowned. Yeah. I, I mean, everyone. Vegas everyone. is big in the U.S., but Ultra is big worldwide. Oh yeah, like everyone, it's crazy that that's the. Y- you hear Ultra. There's people from around the country that are gonna he- or around the world that are gonna hear that and they're gonna be like, I know exactly what that is. Yeah, my buddies went last year and they invited me. I wasn't able to go, but they were with like people from Europe. Uh, I don't remember where they said, so I'm just gonna say Europe. But they were. Friends from Canada, mm. people from Detroit, like they were with all these different groups of people, um, and they saw some celebrity. Like Ultra's so big, like celebrities will go there. Like mm-hmm. it's like it's di- way different. It's on a whole nother level. And it's a lot more mainstream music. Like you know, we like dubstep, we like hard shit, but like they play a lot of that on other stages earlier in the day, and then they play like the big acts like yeah. Tiesto, Tiesto, 
Martin Diplo, Garrix, Martin Garrix, all those big which ones, are yeah. phenomenal in their own ways. But yeah, it's just world renowned. It just is. It's it's crazy to think that they have Ultra Miami. They have ultras all over the place. It's the same with EDC. Like they have EDC Orlando, EDC Las Vegas, EDC Mexico, EDC wherever. There's a lot of different b- big ones, but the main ones that people recognize are e- Ultra Miami and EDC Las Vegas. And I, I we, we really can't compare because we haven't been to Ultra, but EDC Las Vegas is, is a whole different world of festival life. It, it's, it's, it's a category of its own. Like Forbidden, SMF, EDC Orlando, Spring Awakening. I wouldn't consider Lost Lands. Lost Lands is in its own category as well lost lands is just ridiculous it's, it's definitely the base music haven oh 100%, by far now 100%. it's it's i mean even even bigger than base canyon oh, it's yeah. it's definitely the home of dubstep now i would say there's no other festival that even remotely comes close to it forbidden kingdom is trying to do that in florida and it's it's very much succeeding i mean it's all heavy hitters the entire time i don't think there's anybody slow in the last two years that it's been but like it's yeah lost lands is the mac daddy like dubstep mecca yeah. Um, and you were saying about Ultra, it's crazy to think about. So, like, we were just saying, like, Ultra and EDC Las Vegas. And then I want to bring up a point of, like, we see, we look at foreign festivals, right? Mm-hmm. And we see Tomorrowland is, like, the biggest one, right? Tomorrowland. Yeah. To us, it's, like, and it's big in Europe and it's big in the U.S. Like, people want to go there. Ultra is known everywhere, everywhere though, comparison. Yeah. Like, it's, like, Asian, Middle Eastern, Af- like, everybody knows it. And it's crazy to think that like that festival attracts people from literally all over the world. All over the world, it, it, it's insane. And I'm not saying that people don't go from all over to these other festivals, but like Ultra is the one that's just mainly known for it. Whereas the other ones are big, and I'm sure they attract that, but like not as many as like you see so many flags and like the mm-hmm. yeah, it's just crazy. There's another thing with Tomorrow World or Tomorrowland, Tomorrow World. They I, know both. They, I know. I was gonna say I know they they went back and forth with doing it, but whichever one it is, they have their own specific plane, like their own private plane that they send all the people that are going there from the United States, like a certain support and they send them there. And it's crazy. Imagine being on a plane for eight hours with straight people that are just going to the same exact festival as you. Like that'd be, I, I that'd agree. Be, yeah. That'd be that'd fun be as fuck. Wild. Get that'd wild. Be I'd, I'd be going crazy on the flight. Like they, they literally throw a fest like a sh- little show. I'd be taking drugs on the flight. <laughs> I'm oh just my kidding. God, I almost no. did before. <laughs> just fucking dripping dicks on a plane. <laughs> um, <laughs> I could not imagine that. I don't even want to think about that. If you've done that, I want to hear about your story. But that's it. Um, That'd be a very entertaining story. To yeah, hear. come on the podcast if we've done that. Um, that's it. Wherever um, you are, we'll fly you out. Or yeah, we'll just, just, we'll just zoom you. <laughs> Pandemic going on. I'll right fly now. you we'll, out with we'll my not do that. zero paying salary. I'll give um, you a dollar. The rest is all you. Amen to that. <laughs> you know, a dollar could get you far if you were in Thailand. Think about that. I watched a video. Um, this is really random. I watched a video of this girl who was going to buy a house off of a paperclip. So she went She through, traded up. Yep. She traded her in like the paperclip and crazy. kept going and kept going and ended up. I think right now she's at like $30,000 car right now. I for, the I, fact I, that she's done that is alone remarkable. It's, it's the fact that she's done that is alone is remarkable. It, it's a crazy thing. Imagine trading a paperclip and then ending up at a $30,000 car to where you can keep going and then you get a house. You've turned five cents into 30K. Yeah. That's a 
a crazy. If that's we're a, talking in investment terms, quote unquote, that, that's, that's like crazy. that's fucking nuts. That's that's one of the, that's that's probably the biggest bragging rights you can have. I turned a paperclip into a house. Imagine being able to say that. You're like, that's my party trick. That's paper my clip. <laughs> paper. <laughs> Dude, imagine she's just a, a magician. She's like in this open field, and she's like, "And I will turn this paperclip into, into a, a house." house. She's like, and then the fucking just, fucking, just, and the house appears. She's like, "Look the other way," and they look back, and the fucking house, just a fucking house, real quick. Spontaneous combustion houses. When will we have Ant Man technology where we can carry our house and then just like throw it out there whenever we want? Um, never. No, no. I mean, do we want it? Yes, we yes, want it now. We want it now. 100%. We want it now. That's why we're rioting. That's why we stormed the Capitol, people. We want houses the size of Ant Man. I mean, just kidding. But I feel Sorry. like I feel like that would also be a bad thing. In in a sense, <laughs> more to the fact that do tell <laughs> because I'm people, intrigued. People can grab their house and be like, "Boop!" I well, I want to go out to Colorado, <laughs> middle of the random nowhere. I feel like it's a smart thing that. They can't just put the house but wherever. But they would take their own risk because they're taking their house off of the foundation. So would that foundation be considered an open slot for someone else to take? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. You okay, fucking okay. get, yeah. Okay. No takesies, no backsies, baby. Uh, no takesies, no backsies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. You leave, you, you're gone. If someone wants that fucking house on the beach, it's theirs. That's why you still got to be smart about it. Yeah, you you have to be. Yeah, to be very smart. About yeah, that. yeah. You live in the ghetto. You go to the mountains for a few years. You scout a house in the beach, and then you fucking take the sand. You storm the beaches of Normandy once again. Storm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry. Oh my god. I respect our veterans. Um, United States. Um, yeah, you. <laughs> Although uh, things are great right now. Um, Pandemic. Hey, this is great right now. We're doing great here. Florida's doing great, people. For those of you who don't think we're doing great, we're doing phenomenal. Yeah, Florida's uh, good. We're open. Yeah, we're open, which is a, this is a good way, a good thing. But people are gonna hate you for that. I know. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, like, uh, people gotta understand that it's the which which is people don't understand is that our country is so diverse that it's different in the, the different geographical areas you oh, live in. A hundred percent. But people don't realize it. People in fucking California will comment on stuff about Florida and people in Florida will comment on stuff about California, which is equally retarded. I'm going to call out both people here. It's retarded. It is. And now I got, I'm going to get canceled because I use that word, but it's very stupid. It is special. It's very, yeah, special. Yeah. I don't think that's better, but anyways, (laughs) I use that word. I've had that word in my vocabulary since I was like nine, eight. And I mean, no offense by it, but I know that that's a bad thing to say now. But I just, it's just there. Mm-hmm. It's just the word to go to. It, it explains it very well, I guess you could say. Like it's, it's more than stupid. It's a, it's a good way to explain something and describe something. Do you take offense when I say that? No, I don't either. Because you know, I look at my that. thought. I'm like, that. That was probably not a good thought. No, probably not, nothing but... against. And I've like worked with kids that are like that. I understand. I understand why people think it's offensive. I get it. I do, but I just, I feel like that word, I just forget. I feel like people nowadays are too soft. Interesting thing. A lot of people are very, very soft. You say one wrong word to someone and they're going to get pissed. But 
it, it, back in when we were in high school, you could say anything you want and you can get away with it. Yeah, it seemed like the shift was very drastic in the last six-ish years. I think yeah. it was before Trump, but during the Obama, Obama era. A lot of yeah. things have changed. A lot of people have become soft. You say any wrong word, someone's going to get on you about it. You have to be picky about the words you choose in order to not in, in order to please everyone i guess you could say yeah well okay i wouldn't even say everyone i would say it's a you're majority, pleasing the, no, i wouldn't even say that i say you're pleasing the people with a lot of voice mm-hmm. there's this like idea that this one side is majority but they're definitely not like they're just the ones shouting the loudest yeah that makes sense because those people that are shouting the loudest are the ones that are getting the most recognition the ones that are the most getting getting yeah. most heard we're in this in like state of where it's like both extremes are just taking over the media wise mm-hmm. not 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 that they're in charge but i mean as like they're getting the most coverage because like the most extreme it draws attraction like you see whatever side you're on let's say you're a democrat and you see republicans you see uh they want to disband abortion in x state and then that reaches headlines and people are like, this is fucking crazy. How dare they take away women's rights? But then on the flip side of it, you're a Republican and you see Democrats and they're like, they want to raise taxes, do this, this, this. And like people just fucking freak out on both sides. Mm-hmm. But there's no there's no coverage of the, the mass majority, which is in the middle. Yeah. No matter what you do, you're always going to be right and wrong in the same circumstance because you say one thing, a certain amount of people are going to agree with you. Yeah. You say yeah. the same thing, a lot of people are going to disagree with you. And they're going to be upset about the situation and they're going to be upset about what you said. I would say that's one of the hardest things for people in general to understand, especially people that have like a, a caring soul and a good heart, is that you legitimately cannot please everybody. Oh, no, no. You 100% like cannot. Like as much is. as you want to. And even when you know you're in the right or you're you're not doing things in a malicious intent, like you just can't someone's going to get mad no matter you just what physically can't please everybody yeah it, it's nearly yeah. impossible like no matter what you do mm-hmm. it's someone yeah. it's like and it's crazy no, you're right you're right let's give a perfect example is like someone might like do something that's good they mm-hmm. donate a hundred thousand dollars to x charity and someone one person out of a hundred thousand people is going to go oh now you do it we needed that money two years ago mm-hmm. right something bullshit like that and like it's crazy that that that's there. It's just like, you, what, how can you not recognize? But it's always one person. It's always one there, person that always starts it, and that then has to say something. Always, no matter what you do, and it's just crazy to me that like that occurs because you could do everything right, and then still somebody's gonna somebody's gonna give you shit for it. Oh, no matter what, it's which is a really shitty situation because due to the fact that you can be doing the best you can and being the nicest person in the entire world. But someone's going to see that as you being an asshole or you doing something wrong whenever you're just trying your best. And a lot of people take that offensive. A lot of people get really, really butthurt about that situation. They, they, they don't want to do anything anymore. They, they just get mad about the situation. They're like, I'm, I'm done. Like, I'm done trying to do this. I mean, that's what that's the also aspect of it. Like the yin and yang part is like the people that are good and they're doing great things they have that sense of like, what is the point anymore? Exactly. It's very hard to preach like, hey, you should keep doing the right thing. When it's Really? Wait, wait, really? Yeah, this is the flip side. Should I? Because I'm still getting shit for doing the right thing. You know, it's like, it's crazy. 
it, it is. It's absolutely crazy that that's where we are. I mean, again, I, I'm going to keep encouraging people to keep being positive and keep doing the right thing. That's the way I, that's the way I live. That's the way I think. It's just like, I just believe that like with being nice and being positive and being like in presenting good energy, that's going to come around like tenfold. Oh, eventually now, it, i'm not talking it's not going to happen like in a week it's not gonna be like oh i did something great boom oh my god i won a million dollars no like it but like if your intent is good the universe what universe god like i don't care whatever you want to call it whatever you want to call that thing that you believe in it's gonna come back to you in a good sense of energy so this is a question do you believe in karma good or bad um the idea of karma i mean that's the word we would use for it I don't necessarily believe in karma, but I do believe in energy. Explain. Let me elaborate. Yes, let me elaborate. This is a topic I haven't talked about. I'm very excited okay. to talk about. Right. I believe in energy. Everything in the universe is energy. Okay. It's all a trans. It's all a transfer of energy. You have energy within you. I have energy within in me. The people listening have energy within them. Okay. Okay. What you project out, you're giving off that energy it also attracts that energy. If you're projecting depression and bad energy, and I'm not negating that sometimes people have a chemical imbalance, Mm -hmm. but if you're projecting that, it's going to come back to you. You're going to look at things bad. You're going to see things that you don't normally see as bad. I feel like if... But the flip side is the same. Depression, if you give off depression and... you if you think about it it's going to be something that you see more you don't you don't see more of the happiness you see more of the the sad side of situation correct that's what i'm saying correct you're giving off a bad energy you're looking at you're looking inward and going my life sucks this sucks. again there's some people that have a chemical imbalance that's mm-hmm. understandable but the majority of us don't so i'm going to yeah. get that right out of the way the majority of us really don't and if your doctor says you do they're probably just want to prescribe you pills that's it okay here we go so majority of us don't I've had depression and it took me time to get out of it. Same. But in that time frame, I can look back and go, I was looking at everything as like, this sucks. My life sucks. This situation sucks. I'm going to this new job. It sucks. I don't like where I'm at. Yada, yada, yada. And it builds. Yeah, and it just s- built. And then you go, and then next thing it, it turns into this, like you go to the fucking drive through at Chick-fil-A and you're like, oh man, I ordered eight and I got seven. And you're like mm-hmm. depressed about mm-hmm. it. Like it, it just turns into that because you're looking at things so so negatively, you you're like you're just stuck in it. But the flip side is the same. If you're projecting energy that is good, the happiness, it's going to come back to you. Yeah, I I 100% agree with that. When when like when you're depressed, it's <laughs> you, you you picture everything in a negative way. Like you see everything, no matter what the situation is, you will always grab the negative out of the situation instead of grabbing the positive. Like a happy person, yeah. like, like yeah. Gio, for example, happiest kid I have ever met in my entire life. Shout out Gio. You'll probably listen to this. Um, happiest kid. He always pictures the happiest out of everything. Everyone can agree with that. hundred percent. I, I, I do agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gio, he, he'll, grab the most positive thing like for edc orlando his battery died when we were trying to drive home he, he was happy about it he, he didn't care he didn't get mad he didn't get upset he didn't get anything he was just positive about the whole situation that yeah. happened yeah and, there, and, and it's pe- very it, people don't give enough credit to people like geo that it's very hard to do that 
all the time. Mm-hmm. Here's the other thing. It's also very hard to do that when you're around negative people. It, I'm not yes. saying Geo's around negative people. I think we're very, all very positive. I think we've all come out of and grown through certain, certain things. But there are. I've been in scenarios where I'm around people that are negative, and you're trying so hard to be positive, but their negativity almost brings you down. It, it does. It's it like 100% does. It's almost like negativity is a stronger force in a sense because it can suck you in. Let me put it. Let me put it this way. Negativity is easier than being positive. Yes. It Not is. that it's a bigger drawing force, but it's very easy for you to go. That sucked. Versus going, what's the positive out of this? It's very, it's very hard for you to do that I as feel a person. Like, I feel like negativity comes a lot easier. It's, it comes it's, easier. It's like, Absolutely. it's like grades in school. You you get a hundred percent on every single thing, and then you get one zero. How that affects your grade a lot. It's a huge effect on something. Even though you could be positive seven out of the right, right seven out of the seven or like seven out of the eight days. That one day will affect you for who knows how long. I, some I, people a day, yeah. some people two yeah. days, some people a week. Like it, it, that one day mm-hmm. is just a huge day on someone. I do agree with that too. Is that's a statement that I think needs to not be blanketed. Is that like depression is also something that is different per person. Mm-hmm. We get this like flat label of like that person they're they're depressed or we I have depression. But like you guys got everyone out there needs to understand that it. it it's different per person. Someone might have depression for a week, then figure out how to get out of it. Someone might have it for a year, two years, three years. There might be some that are chemically imbalanced and can't get out of it. You know, there's like there's all these different scenarios. That's what's so crazy to me is that like these blanket statements we throw out about everything is like annoying as hell. It's like mm-hmm. there's no such thing as a blanket statement. The left did this, the right did this. Chad's brat, like whatever you want to fucking throw, a like lot of, a lot of it's people, his blanket statement. Yeah, a lot of people think depression is this one certain thing that goes one straight line. Each person it branches off, it, no matter what. Some person could be experiencing this certain thing. Some person could be experiencing a completely different thing. Experiencing words, experiencing a whole different thing. It it, it completely changed between each person. And no matter what, no, nothing's going to be the same. I, I absolutely agree. Not only that, like our life experiences are going to be different. Exactly. That's another thing. Uh, some parents could get divorced. Some parents could be the same. But yet you guys still are in the same situation where you guys are both depressed, but about different certain things. And mm-hmm. then one person yep. could take something differently and one other person could have different experience yeah but let's i want to switch this topic about like talking about the subject to like what is it that you you yourself if you don't mind talking about it mm-hmm. and me myself if you don't mind talking about it what did you what like small things did you do that helped you slowly get out of that depressive state um probably for me you know i'm huge into cars like i'm a, I'm a big car person my one thing when i would get upset i would go for a car drive Okay. Like I would always just go yeah. drive no matter where it was. I would just drive. Okay. I would listen to music, chill music, just relax. Don't have my phone. Just let it be. And I would go out or I would try to spend my time with my closest friends to like all, all my friends are very, very happy. Like I love it. Yeah. I'm thankful for them. I would always try to put myself with them because they would 
radiate happiness and mm -hmm. they would right. get me to become happier. They have a lot more energy yeah, around them that's happy that's going to be transferred to, to the you energy versus situation. like five people that are down and one person that's happy can't get all it's five. Hard. It, right? it's but hard if eight people are happy, there's this person. weird thing with like the magic number of eight. I don't know if you know that. I've heard about this. What's that? I, I don't know enough about it or talk about it. Over else. But there's this podcast I was into, but which is the magic number of eight. There's this thing where this essence of it, I'll give a quick brief sentence of like the, the eight, it takes eight people to truth, like manifest something specific and give enough energy to it. For instance, the example they gave was some guy had like colon cancer. Okay. They did eight people together in a, I guess you would call it a prayer. That's the best way to describe it. But they're like all of them, all eight of them every day meet or all, all at once they pick a time and they all are praying the same thing, like essentially praying, but they're trying to send good energy to that person to, that person. to heal them saying, we hope, you know, Jared's colon cancer goes away. We hope, but it's eight. The magic number of eight is what it is. Huh. That's I've why I said that, eight. Actually. Yeah. There's a podcast on it. Um, Lex Friedman's podcast. That's the only name I know. I can't remember what episode it is. If I find out, I'll put it in the uh, podcast description or something like that. But okay. it's the magic number of eight. Hmm. That's an interesting thing, yeah. actually. I heard of that. Yeah. Magic number of eight. Small but uh, essentially, what you're saying is like being around good friends that give off that energy that helps you, therefore, lift up yourself when you're down. Which is a completely real thing. Like, there's, there's a thing if you smile at someone. 90% of the time, they're going to smile back. That's very true. Yeah. Most of the time, yeah. they will yeah, smile back at you. Like, if someone's having a, a down day, you just say one compliment to them. They're going to smile. They're just going to come in a good mood. They're going to be like, oh, you walk to some random person. You're like, you look nice today. They're going to, no matter what, you're going to smile. Yeah, I agree. It, 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 it's, it, it's a smile. It's very contagious. My, um, my dad had said that before. He goes, you know, no matter what your day is like make a point of smiling at somebody exactly that, that's because they might be going through something 10 times worse but that smile might help them yeah it, so i try to smile at everybody i see i work every day i work with people and yeah. i'm like i just try to and now it's hard with the fucking masks but yeah exactly. i try to be it's like very, very pull it down <laughs> but like no let's grab my eyes you know i'm smiling i'm like mm. <laughs> but, cheeks poke up a little bit <laughs> exactly yeah yeah for real no but i think giving off the energy of being a happier person really affects someone else in a way that could make them no matter what they're going through, make them a little bit happier in life. Yeah. I mean, if, um, you know, I think the best thing that you could do if you know that one of your friends is depressed or feeling down is rather than try to talk to them, which, cause a lot of times, like I know me, I don't necessarily want to talk about it. Same. I'm not one to talk about. I'm one to shy away. But I would tell you if I was feeling off. I would just say it's been an off fucking month, you know, off a couple months or off a couple weeks, whatever, whatever it was, mm -hmm. right? But I would never mention like what it is. If you asked, I would either tell you, I'll talk about it with you, or I won't talk about it with you, or I'll talk about you another time. I know me. I don't know how everyone handles it. I know me personally. I'm somebody that's like, I want. I prefer for the people to ask because I don't want to burden them with my scenario. Yeah, you know, no, I, I agree with that. But then on the flip side of it, if, if you're someone that, so say I came to you, mm -hmm. we give this example. I came to you and I was like, and you were like, what's going on? And I, and I decided to tell you like, yeah, man, I'm feeling down, Okay, but I don't want to talk about it. 
I think in the that scenario, it's your duty to maybe to to start that motion of like I'm gonna send him good vibes, good energy. You're gonna and, and, and again, we use the term prayer over here because like we only know like Christian religion basically. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, you're manifesting that he's gonna have a good energy, or you're praying that he's you know good vibes go his way to make it better. That's why I think your job as like a friend of somebody that you know is depressed, you're there to help them through that scenario and that doesn't necessarily mean that you're there 24 7 because they might not want you there you know all the time but you're at least Sometimes. in the background yeah and and that's not like you know we talked about karma earlier mm-hmm. that's something that they don't need to know about right mm-hmm. but it's something that's going to the universe is going to reward you with in some way shape or form it might be that like five people have your back later down the road or whatever but like it's you know you do your duty, someone's going to do that for you, right? Exactly. You just don't know when that's going to happen. You can't have that mentality of like, oh, I'm just going to blow it out. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, depression, it's also a really hard thing because some people won't state the fact that... Oh, the hiccups. Some people won't state the, fa- <laughs> the fact that they actually are. And it, it's more of... Like me, I'm a more... I hide it. I'm a, I'm a, I, yeah. I hide the emotions. Like we, we had the talk one night of everything and I didn't tell you, you've known me for years yeah. and you, yeah. you would have never guessed probably. Right. I wouldn't have guessed, but I was also was away. Yeah, exactly. So it was really hard for me to tell because I haven't been around and I'm finally, I'm finally moved back to home. Mm-hmm. I, I was away for five, six months, you yeah, know, and then not only, and then before that I was working the days, the only days I could see you guys, I was working. Yeah. Because of my job. Yeah. You were so I've really you been were gone for almost a year. It's, it's just more of a hard thing, especially if like your roommates don't know or something. It's hard for yeah. them to tell, especially if you're good at hiding it. It's very hard for them to tell and you don't want to tell them. I agree. I, I think I think that's the majority of people. They oh, don't want to tell people. I feel like a lot of people are scared to actually reach out for the help, even though it's it's a good thing that you should do because in the long run, it, it could help you get over the situation a lot faster and it could help you get through the situation better when having close friends, family get actually talk to like you talk to them about the situation you tell them look this is what's going on i'm in this situation and i just need someone there you you bring up a valid point i will interject and say i think a lot of our parents in the in the uh, baby boomer generation Mm -hmm. in the generation before that don't understand that they have this mentality of like work 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 yeah, and not question shit, and not do shit, and just fucking, you know. And they're also very greedy with themselves. They put a lot of money into themselves and shit, but they don't recognize depression. They they they, they almost really think don't. it's like a hoax, <laughs> which is like, crazy. I and feel like a lot of people do think that. Like when someone, especially our generation, a lot of people think that people say depression just for mm-hmm. the clout. A lot of people just want to get the intention for it, but a lot of people don't realize that some of the times it actually is a big situation. But the people are just like, "Oh, they're just they're just saying that for the attention." You know what I mean? I mean, I I think parents think that. I I don't particularly think our generation thinks that. I think our generation 
if I were to be honest, I think our generation leans the other way very too far and to where we we automatically assume everything's oppression. We have to find some middle ground. Like I've been saying earlier, I think there are a lot of valid cases where you have a somebody has a legit chemical imbalance. Then I think there were other cases where, like myself, for example, I fall into depression occasionally. Mm. But overall, I'm a good positive person. But I don't negate the fact that it doesn't exist. I don't negate the fact that there are other people that might be more susceptible to it. They might not have a chemical imbalance, but they might get depressed easier. And they don't have the mental ability or the friends or the support system to get out of it quicker there's 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 all these yin and yang options that when people talk about it they just don't they don't they don't don't talk about it (laughs) they just i don't know my fucking cut out but they don't they don't talk about the literally the the five to a hundred different factors that can affect it and that's what i think the discussion needs to be because i don't think prescription medicine is the solution and I don't think your parents know what to do because they don't, most of them don't believe in it. No, yeah, they don't. I, I mean, you know, I, I remember talking to like my mom one time. I was in this new job and I was literally, I was like, I, I hate this new job. I like, I said this, I, like, I hate this new job. I hate working this. I feel like I, I just, I could do more with my time. I fucking hate it. I feel like I'm depressed from it, yada, yada, yada. And then her answer was, well, you know, a job's a job. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah, and and yeah. I get where she's coming from because she's from a different generation. But I was like, no, no, no. Like, listen to what I'm saying. Like, I understand that this is great money. I understand that I'm making good money for what's happening in the current situations. Mm. But I'm also super unhappy. With the whole situation. And, yeah. what it, like, and that's the thing is like, and that's the other part of the equation is like, some people can tolerate it, these shitty scenarios way longer than other people can. Yeah, people and there's can, that's something that's not talked about. Like some people can last years in a shitty scenario and then and finally go, I'm done. Yeah. And some people can only last two weeks and go, I'm done. Yeah. But it, there's it, no there's all this there's no middle ground. There's all like I'm depressed and that's it. And you have to respect that I'm depressed. It's like, well, no, I want to help you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A lot of people I think the hardest thing is actually reaching out to the situation. I'm so glad you brought that up. Like reaching, I'm so glad you like brought reaching that up. Actually. Out, like I, I had like Z. Z is my best friend. Like I love that fucking kid, no matter what. But shout out Z. Shout out Z. But reaching out fucking to that homie. kid was the hardest thing I've ever had to do because I feel like it's more. I feel like it puts pressure on them, to be like, like I'm not doing enough. You know what I mean? I understand what you're saying, and that's what I'm saying as the friend as the friend of the person who is depressed. Mm-hmm. And if they do reach out to you, you should say something like, I acknowledge it. I acknowledge that it was hard for you to do this. No, I'm there for you, but no, I'm not going to push you to talk about it. Yes, exactly. That, because that's, that's the thing is like people don't, like you're saying, it was super fucking hard to reach out. It, it really is. Like I told Z at, at a festival, I told him, I was talking to him, I was like, Hey man, I need to talk to you and all this. And I, I finally told him and he's like, why didn't you tell me earlier? I was like, it, it's a hard thing it's to, so it, it's a hard, hard thing mm-hmm. to tell someone like about the whole situation. I agree. Yeah. It's, it's, it is. It's very, it's very hard. It's I mean, weird. it, everyone has that situation because they don't, part of it is trust, you know, mm-hmm. 
part of it is how you're growing up. Again, I, I go back to our parents, a ton of parents in the baby boomer generation just like like wave it off like it's nothing. They really do, yeah. Yeah. And that fucks with people our age because they get depressed and their family goes, well, you should just tough it out. And you're like, I, I've been doing I, that for six like, months. I've been trying. Yeah. I've been telling, I, I've actually kept this in for a year now and I'm finally telling you. Yeah. I don't know what else to do. And that's it is. How, it's that's very how you know, hard. That's how you know you're at the edge of it when you actually, I, th- I feel like telling family is a lot harder than telling friends because I feel like family will, will I guess judge you a little bit more on the situation. Friends are more accommodating to the situation. Yes and no. Pee. You got to pee? Yeah. All right, we'll take a we'll take a break here. All right, break. Uh, All right, man, we're back. Uh sorry, I had to take a little break there. Woo! Um gosh. What the fuck are we talking? We were talking. We got really deep there for a second. All right. Um, let's put it on a more positive note. So, if chimpanzees were to rule oh, the world, <laughs> what is it? Uh, what's the, the Planet of the Apes, basically? Planet of the Apes. Yes, yes. What would your idea be? How would you well, fight the chimpanzee? I don't think I would. I think I would. You try would to, just. You would I, submit. I, I think I would try to side with them. Be their slave. No, not necessarily be their slave. I feel like I would try to make a truce and where <laughs> and where we could live we're gonna make a truce for the champions chimpanzees everybody <laughs> fucking listen up listen the fuck I, up i feel like it could be more of a sense of you could wait what is it? get some more coca-cola <sighs> it could be more of a sense of um having a peaceful a peaceful transition of power to the chimps yeah kind of <laughs> uh, that sounds horrible um kind of this is america we don't let anybody rule us that's for damn sure. except our own government um yeah right who doesn't care um of speech at least we have that sort of kind of kind of not really. cancel culture horrible <laughs> um but like <laughs> uh, my jab in there somewhere um if you all right, better question is is if you had a superpower to fight the chimpanzees, what would it be? If I could have a superpower to fight them? Yes. Um not a super not your favorite superpower. What would your superpower be to fight them? That's a good question. Um probably be able to turn invisible. You think you could take out a million chimps being invisible? I mean, it would be a start to get somewhere. <laughs> it would be a start in the right direction. I don't direction. think you should close. <laughs> I think you would hit like the first five and they'd be like, he's over there somewhere. Go get him. Bro, they probably have a sixth sense fucking sense, man. They're probably like, I fucking see him. Even though you're invisible or some shit. What would yours be? Oh, dude. I, I So my first thought was like super strength. But then I was like, no, nah, they'd still overwhelm me with numbers. Yeah, there's a lot of them. So my next thought would be cloning. The ability to clone yourself Ooh, like as one. many times as possible. I like that. I like that. Okay. So you just have to, you eventually you just outnumber them. You just do what the Russians and the Americans did to Germany. You just outnumber them. Yeah, and you point. eventually win the war because they just can't kill enough bodies. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a solid point. It's horrible. It's morbid, but yeah, it works. Very, very little bit. But we would win the war. My clones would save humanity. 
Yes. I mean, yeah. Yeah, because you you can just keep making clones no matter what. and As long as they don't find me, I'm good. If I die, it's over. It's not going to be hidden away in like a so, bunker. Question. If if you were able to make clones, would you want your clones to be able to make clones? Or would you be the only one to make no, clones? No, I'm the only one that can do it. Only one that can make clones? Yes, sir. I can call, I can call them all back, too. I can be like, and they just like zoom back. And <laughs> I just absorb them. So it's kind of like the Mrs. Mr. Mises box. I am a Mr. Mises box, personally, except I don't take orders. Yes. Okay. Okay. I yeah. agree with that. That's solid. That's solid. Do you ever... What was your superpower growing up? What did you want? Uh, be able to teleport. 100%. Because imagine... You're sitting there. You're like, no, you know I don't what? I have to imagine it. I know what it is. <laughs> imagine like... You're like, I want to go, go to... Just imagine Italy. you can go anywhere you want. You're oh, like, really? Like teleport? Yes, exactly, yeah, exactly like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly like teleportation. I understand. I understand completely now. Yeah, like, you know, I want to go here today. I'm gonna do this. I want to experience that. You can just go there, and you're like, "Yeah, fuck it, dude. I'm just gonna go there today." Okay. That if, would be cool. If, that if would you be cool. if you can teleport, would you? You're able to take one person. Would you rather? Do you think teleportation, you could be able to take other people or you think you should be able to I'm just take yourself? teleport straight to the White House and I don't care what standing president is. I'm going to teleport in, grab his shoulder, and then teleport out. And then we'll be like, what the fuck happened? I'm just going to fuck, I'm just gonna fuck, fuck with that? the whole nation. And then I'm going to drop him off somewhere and then I'm going to go to China and do the same exact thing. And then I'm going to drop him off and I'm going to go to, Ru- to Russia. I'm going to do every fucking nation's leader. And the world's going to be like, what the fuck going on? So you'll be able to teleport someone else. Yeah, one person? Sure. One fuck person. It. Fuck it. Solid Why not? Move. Solid move. Why not? I agree with that. What could go wrong? A lot. What I just said, I could. That <laughs> really chaos. I mean, a lot. what could go wrong? I mean, one person, you rob a bank, you throw them in the cell. Mm. Would you use your teleportation powers for good or for bad? Bad. A hundred percent. Get the fuck out of my studio. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just gotta go real quick. <laughs> I think I, I would do both. I'd be an anti-hero. So I'm good, but I'm also bad. So I'd rob a bank, but then I would save the world. What's the, what's so the, I can keep robbing banks. What's the show? The Boys <laughs> on Amazon. Amazon. It's the Boys where it, think Deadpool, antihero. Okay, okay. Think Deadpool. Yeah, he does good, but he also is killing people. <laughs> but in a good sense, though. Quote in a good sense. Quote unquote. Right. Yeah, but he also was a hitman. Yeah. So he's yeah. also just killing people because he couldn't die, and then he then he fought bad villains. That's yeah, an antihero. Okay. That's, yeah, they do. I, they do good to an extent that if it benefits them. Yeah. Whereas a hero does it no matter what. Like Superman. Correct. He has to At, do it no matter. Exactly. What. I was trying to say fucking Superman. Superman. God damn it. Superman yeah, Batman. Yeah. He, he, Batman, he does no, no matter, matter what. what. Have to do it. They. He wanted to save Earth no matter what. Superman movies are good as fuck, dude. Or did he want to save it because then he would look like a hero? Ooh, Do we know that? We don't solid. know. Okay. okay. I feel like I feel like he Deadpool... wanted to keep his job as a newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like <laughs> he was I... like, I want to be this writer, the best writer there ever was. I have to save the world. <laughs> I feel like Deadpool is more of a less like I don't give a shit if I'm actually a good guy. I feel like he he's probably the one of the guys like guys. That's just I want to bully someone and beat the fuck out of him. I mean, that's the big thing in the uh, in the movies is that the X-Men won't work with him because they think he's not a true hero. Uh, I wouldn't say he's a true hero. No, he's was, not. That's why they don't no. work with him. 
But the what's the what's the fucking Colossus? Yeah, but Colossus. they they work with him to an extent, right? They wait till it gets. They don't want to work with him, but then it gets bad enough to where they have to work with him. Mm-hmm. But they won't let him join the X Men unless he turns completely good. And he's like, eh, I'm not gonna do that. That's never gonna happen. Never gonna happen. Speaking of Deadpool, those fucking movies are fire. I agree. The first one's first one was hysterical. Oh, second one was good. Oh. Sec- first one though was absolutely hysterical. I remember I was laughing the entire movie. It was action, comedy, everything, everything I wanted. Those movies are are very very well produced and they're very very good. The entire time, there's always something. Just with Ryan Reynolds in general, his even him in and out of role, he's fucking hilarious. Like him and his wife, they do the funniest things. Have Have you seen a bunch of the things they do? Uh, Blake Lively. Mm-hmm. Some of them. Some of them. He'll yeah. just make jokes that are like Blake Lively. He, she put a post like "Happy Birthday" and she put Ryan Gosling instead of Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Just for shits and giggles, dude. I don't know how I could personally take that at first. I think I'd have to. I think I need a little more time to like mature to be like okay with that. He has such a dark sense of humor that he he's like I I don't feel I didn't know I could love something as much. And he put his baby. He's like I would throw my wife in front. I saw of that the baby. one, <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh. But it's so true. I mean, that's that's the type of humor we all strive for. I think. It, it, Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively have the absolute best relationship in the entire world. Their sense of humor is, is dark, but it makes sense for them. Yes. If there's a couple to look up to in Hollywood, it's, it's those two. It's those two. 100%. It's those two. 100%. Forget. forget. <laughs> you can't see it. I mean, we can say it. We just can't see it on the screen. We get some more. We get some more drinks. Of course. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm just a little guy right now. But they're like the they're like the couple to move up to. Like, I mean I'm move up. They're the couple look that, up to is yes, what I was trying to they're say. They're the couple that you want to be. Yeah. You don't want to look up to Cardi B and offset. No. Mm, no. Aren't they divorced? No. Oh. Not to my knowledge. They cheat I, on each other. Oh no. Offset cheats on her. This is at least the third or fourth time. And she's like, I'm a fucking lead, motherfucker. I'm a bad bitch. Yeah. And then just stays. <laughs> what was her That's song? That's my Cardi like, B voice. I'm a bad um, bitch. One of her songs is like, uh, Don't Get Comfortable or something like that. Well, she's comfortable. Yeah, she very fucking is. It's Offset and Cardi B. You know how much money they got? Th- okay, wait. I think she was going to divorce him, but then he was entitled to half her money. Really? If I'm correct, yes. I could be wrong. I could be very wrong. No, no. I'm pretty positive she was going to divorce him. And then that's exactly what um, occurred. I don't know. I feel I feel like if I had that much money with someone, like. On right now. Those two. I thought they were married. No, they are. Okay. I was going to say. I was like, I'm not that stupid. I swear. Can I say the R word? Can I say it? <laughs> I'm getting better. But Cardi B and Offset, I, I don't know. I feel like I always see something with those two going on to the point where I'm just like, are they still fucking together? Are they still like apart? They, they have a kid together, don't they? Oh, this is interesting news. Oh, God. I can't read that far. She Why? announced they had split in December 2018. Okay. Amid rumors of him cheating. 
Surprise. But didn't file for divorce until September 15th, 2020. In Georgia. Why in Georgia? <laughs> the couple says the relationship was... <laughs> oh, God. Here we go. Irritatively broken. <laughs> that's the term. And, you know, that's better than... uh, What was uh Will Smith's wife's term? Oh, my God, dude. What did she say? Oh, people were like mocking that online. It was the biggest meme all over Twitter because of that shit with the with the Will Smith crying. And I'm like, I feel so bad for the man because what what is he? What is, is she fucking like other guys or something? Well, that's the rumor. It's Quite nothing's wrong. confirmed, but she said something um like uh not on a not like we're on a break. That's friends. But what the fuck did she say? I can't fucking remember. Let's fucking look this up too. I can't remember. What did? Oops. Could, they were on some like big show, and they were talking about it, and it it became it came out, and they were, it was the biggest thing ever because of, like, um, Will Smith is like, I don't know what to do. They are like the poster childs for like good relationships because they have this like saying of like we're in this together deal till we die. Yada yada yada, which is good. I'm definitely not knocking that. I think that's noble. But she said something about like, like uh, it was a break. It wasn't a. She didn't use the word break though. She was like, it was like an like an open relationship. Oh, it's a one sided open relationship. Yeah, there's rumors that that's the that's them. Um, but like, I don't know. They she used some term. I don't. I'm not gonna be able to find it on right now. Probably not. I don't even remember what the whole thing was about, but they've been together forever. They, yeah, they really have. Look at that. Look at Will Smith. Fucking stud. Oh, people can't see it. I'm sorry. Oh, there we go. There you uh, go. There Will he Smith. is. Where's Will, Will and Jada. That Will and Jada love. That's a fucking. Um, she looks kind of goofy. Jay Cole not song. Lie. My hair's longer than hers. <laughs> <laughs> Hair, my hair longer than Jada. <laughs> Will Smith, I'll give it to him. 99.9% of his movies have been absolutely amazing. I, Robot, Legion, or I Am Legend. I never saw that movie. But you I never know, seen I, I Am know, Legend? I know every detail about the movie. I don't know. I, my dad like described it to me, and I I know like the plot and everything. I know the scene about the dogs and the mm-hmm. scene about the fucking the gay break into the house. I've never watched it. I was terrified as a kid. Terrified as a kid. I recommend it. Probably. It, it it's such a good movie. The the whole entire thing between him and the dog, just the whole story behind it. And going through the whole situation of them being the last ones. I'm so sorry to cut you off. Good, she said good. an entanglement. An entanglement. She said I was it? in an entanglement or something like that, like something like just, like. But like, I mean, you get it. Just anyway. So back to I Am Legend. <laughs> this is like fucking Apocalypse. Disney entangle. Oh. Apocalypse. I Am Legend. Apocalypse. Ah, ah, I. So him and his dog, especially a German Shepherd. Like German Shepherds, he had to kill his own dog. Spoiler alert: He had to no, kill his own spoiler dog. Spoiler alert. His dog got bit yeah. by the do- zombie dog. Sadly. 
And my dad's have German Shepherds. German Shepherds are one of the most loyal dogs ever. And speaking of dogs, I got a new puppy. You did get a new puppy. What type of dog did you get? I got a Border Collie. What's her name? Her name is Phoenix. I guess it's a her. I just shot that her. out there. It is her. I took a 50-50 chance. I'll show you a picture real quick. Hang on. She she is an absolute sweetheart. You'll have to meet her sometime. She She's a crackhead, mm. just to say the least. All um, puppies are crackheads. She she still has her puppy fur. Put her, uh, put her up to the to the camera. Oh yeah, redo the video. There you go. Yeah, she's got her puppy. What? She's a puppy. <laughs> oh, this isn't working too well. I think I can see the dog. It's poor calling. We got it. She she's a sweetheart. She's trying to chew everything though. Like I have to lock her out of my room a lot of the time because she is either trying to chew my shoes. Or trying to pee. We had a chocolate lab puppy. And they're oh, very cute. active and very like crazy. But before mm-hmm. we had uh, the dog we have now. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Chewed everything. I've got a thousand stories of this dog. I, mean, I will never forget this dog. I mean, we had a, we had, it, was my, it was my favorite dog. But we had so many different stories about this dog. He, one time I left, I was, you know, I was a kid. And he left, I left a pack of like army soldiers. Uh, from a dollar store yeah like a hundred of them right okay like out on the counter destroyed we came back and we left him in this we had this the kitchen blocked off with baby gates so we couldn't go out and chew the rest of the rest of the uh, house up Mm -hmm. so in the baby gates there is literally soldiers everywhere Everywhere. and i like and i was little and i thought it was funny and i like remember counting them and i was like oh we're uh it was like a hundred and i remember it was like um 72 wounded and like <laughs> and i think I, that's what i was because i was super into army yeah and then i was like and i was like 10 or mia like we were missing 10 there was 100 in the pack we have 89 you know like like there's a this is like it was just funny like that and then there's 11 survivors that's 11 yeah 11 survivors 10 mia 79 wounded in action the math shoot. adds up promise i don't know math right now i'm still got it um i don't cheers to that cheers to that cheers to that cheers to that brother Dink. Remember Rick and Morty where you go there? <laughs> where he's uh super smart and he's mm. with the girl. Sorry. Mm, mm-hmm. mm. I like the way you think, Stacy. Rick and Rick and Morty. If you've never seen Rick and Morty, please watch it. It's on Hulu. If you haven't, do you live under a rock? Please watch Rick and Morty. Funny fact. Um, so funny. <laughs> well not funny fact I'm but, crying <laughs> <laughs> me whatever Nick, Gio and I lived together we, we had a random roommate Grayson we used to watch Rick and Morty season 3 every single Sunday we would smoke time out I got into Rick and Morty because of the U3 because I would visit all the time. Mm-hmm. We, we love Rick and Morty. We I were, got we into Rick and Morty every single Sunday. because I would visit you guys literally every other weekend. Yeah, Rick and Morty was it, it was the show. It, it's it broke the boundaries of television. I guess you could say it did. Why I did not go to school at UCF is unbeknownst to me. Yeah, I mean, I was there. Most of the time, you 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 came down every, every other weekend. Week. I, yeah, I hung out with you guys, and I went to Forest State. We had some fun times. We had a great time. I had a great time. I had a great time. It was fucking lit. Florida fam, we were talking about University of Central Florida. 
in Orlando. The national champions, by the way. Just kidding. No, I don't buy that bullshit. Um, That's fucking bullshit. I went to UCF, and I don't even agree with that. That's it's. But there were kids that did. That's what's oh, so absurd. It, it was, is dude, so I would be. I would go that. down there and wear my Florida State hat, and they'd be like, "Huh, fucking chump. We're the we're the national champions." And I was like, "Okay, first off, you're not, and neither are we." It was like, bad. It's it retarded, man. It's stupid. I'm sorry. God damn it. <laughs> Fucking like seven whiskey cokes in. Fucking goddamn it! I'm not seven whiskey cokes in. I'm four. I'm four. Um. Anyways, no, the national champs thing was was fucking stupid, man. I I went there and I wouldn't consider us the national champs. You you didn't play for the national title. Yes, they went undefeated. Yes, they did really really good against. It was Auburn, wasn't it? They did very very well against Auburn, but. I would not consider the national champs. Go Knights, but I'm sorry. It's not happening. No, not a chance. Oh, man, what are you thinking? I have no idea where we're going with this. Um, Well, let's put it to this. Okay, um, all right. Festival. We'll go, we'll, we'll, we'll go into festivals. Cars. Cars. Streaming. Right. Crypto. Which one? EDM. Social media. Fuck. What do we want to <laughs> do? <laughs> Alright. Um Cheers. Oh fuck cheers. Near the mic. Wait, no. Get it close. Yeah. There we go. I think right, I heard that. You, you guys hear that? Audience. We're drinking Coca-Cola and whiskey and well. mm-hmm. So cars. If Joe Rogan can mention that he's drinking, I'm sure we can mention we're drinking. I think we're allowed to. I think I think drinking since we're over the age of twenty one, I think we're allowed to. I don't know. I'll show my ID. So cars. Um you picked. I named seven topics. You picked cars. Yeah. I'm a, I'm all, right, all right. All right. We'll go to cars. We'll go to cars. So, you're not. You're not a big person into cars, correct? No, I am not. I. I've never. I'm like very basic when it comes to cars. I. I get to and from, and then I go. The only dream car I absolutely have. I think a it lot is. of people can attest to that. But I, the only dream car I have is the Mercedes Benz. Um, I want the. I want the six by six. The six by six, the oh, the G wagon six. G wagon six, six by six. Car. So, cars. I don't want a four, but I don't want a four to wheel. I want you six. Want, you want I want the six by six. six. That's, an, that's, that's a goal. Nice so put that up. Yeah, pull up the six by six. Yeah, for those so, of you who are watching on YouTube. Cars is a a very vast like category because mm-hmm. there's cars where you have the muscle car, the tuner car the trucks the suvs yeah look at that the six by six the six by six is sexy man i don't think personally i don't think i would ever own one because i'm not a big fan of mercedes as as much as that is i'm not a fan of mercedes that's the only car a mercedes i truthfully like you want to see a nice car look up conan seg look up the gera rs a g e r a s a g e r space rs so cars to me is more of less an art like okay a sense Respectable. of art. each person has their own car that they could yes that's the agar rs i think it's fucking sexy the that's actually the one to one i'm pretty sure yeah that's the one to one cars is a sense of art like people okay. they, they paint their own art but me, like, I've been working on cars since I was a kid. Like, okay. I, I grew up in cars growing on it. I had 
I've had cars. I've been working on cars since I was a baby. Like, since I could walk and since I could work on cars. Cars, you can customize it however you want. You can do whatever you want to it. Need Needless if you're the one working on it or someone else is working on it. it it's a sense of having that thing to go to. Like, when, when I have those times where I'm just like, I'm down a little bit. I'll grab my car. I'll grab my keys, get in my car and drive. You have those moments where you're just like, I'll just go on a drive. And it's your escape from reality because you Mm -hmm. can go and just, just drive. You can listen to music, set your phone down and just go. I've been building cars. I've been working on cars. It's, it's just a different kind of, I guess you can consider it a hobby, a really, really expensive hobby. Like my car, I love my car. Everyone has a hobby for starters. Exactly. But it's a fact of the matter if you can afford it or not. Yes. That makes it plausible. Mm -hmm. Let's make that Like A lot of people have a shoe hobby. Yes, that's expensive. A car hobby. Festival hobby. I mean, literally, no matter what it is, it's very, very expensive. You see cars. Z and I, we used to go on drives. We would see a car. We'd text each other immediately. We'd send each other. Be like, yo, I just saw so-and-so car. Like, mm-hmm. I just saw this. Like, it was cool. There's been times where I'll be sitting at a light. Someone will come up to me and be like, dude, I love your car. Like, just tell me about it. And they'll tell me about it. It's nuts. And there'll be times where one of the stories I'll tell you about kind of a little bit. I was driving home. I went to go get Moe's. I drove home and this Genesis drove up next to me. And so we did a little quick race just for fun, just shits and giggles. Ended up at the light. We started talking. The kid's paralyzed. He's driving a car? He, it's his car. Crazy. He can't walk. He has a wheelchair. So he, we were talking to him and he said, I love the car. I was talking to him, having a good time. Just normal conversation, like 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 an elevator talk. Like you're just talking about your car. Mm-hmm. He said, "Yeah, mine would be manual if I could walk." And I go, "What do you mean?" He goes, "My wheelchair is in the back seat of the car. Like this man can't walk." And this like car culture is a whole different situation from any other culture. Car culture. I'll be driving down anywhere, and you see another nice car, you'll comment something, you'll say something, you'll be like, "Oh, nice car," blah blah blah. 90% of the time, the person will be like, oh, okay, girl. this kid, his name is Joey. I actually follow him on Instagram. He's a really, really cool kid. Um, we pull up to a light. He was talking to him. Yeah, I'm paralyzed. I have an automatic. He fixed his car so that he doesn't have to use his pedals. He uses hand, like, hand controls in order to drive his car. And so he drives his car off of hand controls because he's so in love with cars that he doesn't let the fact that he's paralyzed control him and he continues with going forward with his like his goal yeah his car is it's sick it's a beautiful car i love his car i've talked to him a few times he's a really really cool guy it's just inspirational let's show that no matter what, even if you can't use your legs, you, you're still pursuing the fact that you love cars and you're still pursuing the hobby 
of going depth, like in depth with cars. He goes to car shows all the time. He's going out there, getting all the things. Like I see all the stuff on Instagram. I'm like, damn, that's that's crazy. Yeah. Like a kid that's paralyzed is driving a nice ass car. It's a it's a wild thing. And then Gio and I went to a, a car show and there was right. this, there was this car that was super super nice. It's called a Corvette ZR1 C7 Corvette ZR1. Beautiful car, insane, one hundred and fifty thousand dollar car. Eighty year old guy is driving it. Old grandpa is driving this car. We walk up to him, we're talking to him. He goes, "Yeah." I was like, "How much fun is this car?" Honestly, he goes, "Remember the first time you had sex?" I go, "Yeah." He goes, "It's better than that." <laughs> I go, "Are you serious?" He goes, "I hit this, and I've never felt that type of emotion in my entire life." He goes, I'm scared to drive this car, but it is the best fucking feeling I have ever had in my entire life. To me, that's so weird to hear men compare the way a car drives to sex. And granted, it might feel better to each his own, but to me, I'm like, that's fucking interesting. It's just, it's it's a really weird thing to compare. Like, Car community. I have kids mm-hmm. always pulling. Like my my car is very pronounced. Like it is very known. When you see it, you can tell. Right. And I have people rev it, rev it. I have older people be like, talk to me. At a random light, he'll pull up and be like, "Dude, I love your fucking car. Like, tell me about it." And he'll, I'll have a quick little conversation with him. But this guy, eighty year old dude, he's like. We went to a car show in Quaker State. It was the best thing ever. Uh, Gio and I were not expecting it. When he said that, I I, I didn't know what to say. I, I, I was not expecting it. Like, it was cool. The car culture, it, it's just a different culture. You go out, like Angela and I will be out. We'll be driving around. Someone will rev at me. I'll rev back. And we'll give a little wave. She goes, do you know him? I go, nope. I, don't, I love how I, the girls ask you if you know them. Every single it's time. It's the funniest thing ever. Do you know That's him? what's funny <laughs> to me. Is the, Out of the whole cold, cold, car culture aspect, it's when the girls are like, do you know him? And you're like, no. Nope. I do not. Because girls want to know. They do. They, they just want to know. Do. They do. They want to know. They want to know everything. And you're like, I don't know. And they're like, I don't what know. do you mean? They get all serious. Yeah, like, like, do you know him? And you're like, nope. They're like, excuse me? And why then, is yeah. he revving why, at yeah. you? Why is he waving at you? And you're like, oh, I don't fucking know. We both like sports. Or we both it's like cars. The car. It's the car thing. The ability of guys to connect over things so it's simple is so, so funny. It's so, it's so funny to me. It's so funny. It's, it, it's one of the easiest things. Like Guys can literally be like, you like whiskey? I'd be like, yeah, I like whiskey. Me too. Let's go get whiskey. <laughs> and then that's it. It's, fucking, it's done. Let's go. Like, it's it, over. It's done. We're friends. It's the easy thing. Like, there'll be times where <laughs> I'll have people be like, yeah, you drive this? I'm like, yeah, man. They're like, yo, I drive a Mustang too. I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah, we become best like, friends. Oh, 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 oh. That's, yeah, that's one that's of the, the reasons. That's the noise I think. They make. <laughs> a little quick gas. Yeah, like, Ford friends. Ford. <laughs> <laughs> like Nick and I, we both bonded. Me, Nick, and Gio, since we all drive kind of, kind of the same car, but not the same car, we bonded so much over the fact that we all like love like cars, cars. Mm-hmm. like same with Z. Z yeah. and I, we love cars. Yeah. Like it's ridiculous. It, it's just a whole different community that not a lot of people dip their toes into. 
and don't realize that it, it's it's a full thing like with anything like with edm it, it's a whole other thing like people go people wake up at Gio and I woke up at five o'clock in the morning just to go drive 45 minutes to a car show. It's crazy to me because I know, again, I, I know me. I'm not personally super into cars and the five, four of you are. Mm-hmm. And it, that's the one thing, if I'm like truthfully honest, that's the one thing I've always felt like, shit, I just can't relate with them on that. It's, it's a like, hard- I just can't, there's no way for me to be like, like I just I just can't even when I try to get into it it's I just hard. can't and 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 you guys all talk about cars and I have to sit and I, I'm like like I respect it because it, it is something that you guys love and it's something you guys like to go do and I would go to cars and coffees with you I do I, I'll do any of that but like I just find me personally I'm like I just there's no way I don't know why what it is in my brain but I can't get into it and I always listen to you guys talk about it I'm like damn I wish I wish I could get into it but I just there's nothing that I've found that yet that has truthfully like amused me. The only thing I can remotely think of that closely amuses me, which is sometimes funny to you, but is like truck and Jeep lifts. So, Those are the two things I like. I like trucks. I like Jeeps. Those are what I drive. So the crazy thing is it, that's actually how I got into cars. With okay. Jeeps. Interesting. Okay. So my dad, I didn't know that he has, a, he has a Jeep that's pretty much barely street legal. And, he would call me at seven We're o'clock. We're not trying to sell him out here, okay? <laughs> he would. <laughs> he it's would, barely street legal. Tomorrow he's arrested. We're like, God damn it! It's 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 pretty much a, okay. It's a buggy. <laughs> Take the podcast down. Get rid of it right now. Delete. <laughs> Control all. Delete. Escape. Escape. Uh, so my dad, he was certified by Ford. So I grew up building the cars, building the Jeeps. He got this Jeep. He would call me at 7 o'clock in the morning. He'd be like, hey, I need your help. I'm like, what would you do this time? The whole entire rear axle would be out of the car or out of the Jeep. <laughs> he go, I need your help getting that back in. I go, bitch, it's 7 o'clock in the morning. We would – I skipped everything because I used to go mudding. Like, I love mudding. That's one of my favorite okay, I things. do love mudding. I will mudding, admit that right here right now. I like mudding. Mudding is one Fuck of the yeah. most – Fun things or bogging as they call it in some other states. Exactly. Is one of the most fun things you can ever do. No matter what you do, even if you break something. Like you and I. I was saying you remember we went muddy in your last last truck. We got stuck. And guess what? We had a great fucking time. It was one of the we need to tell that story because how I remember it is so funny. So first off, I have my truck, which I had not lifted yet. I had not put uh, good tires on it for mudding yet. I had fucking like all terrain. I might have had street tires. To be I really think they honest were street tires. I think they were street tires, to be very honest with you. And we go with our buddy Josh. Shout out Josh. Who had this like 1987, if That's not earlier, beast. Chevy truck with like mud tires on it. And we follow him in it. First off, I not, we get into the fucking mud. We get in. We go past the first like three mud holes. We reach these guys with a bonfire. We reach the fucking pack. And then we get lost. Yeah, and we, we don't it. know how to get back the way we came. First, the reason why that was such an issue is because we knew we could go back the way we came because we got out there. Mm-hmm. But Josh takes us this way. He's like, I think this is the way to go. Yada, 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 yada. And we're like, all right, fuck it. Yeah. Deadass, I think we were in a retention pond. Oh, I have dude, no idea we were. It was ridiculous. All I remember is we were in water literally up to like three feet up to the yeah. door, three or four feet, 
the entire time, and I made it within what was that? It was it was at least a solid twenty feet away from the exit. Literally twenty feet, and I couldn't get out of it. And first off, the funniest part of that is we're going through it. We're already like five minutes into this water, and I'm like, oh god, this is gonna be horrible. Mm-hmm. And Josh, we Josh is stopped in the middle. Do you remember this? I do. This is a fun ass night. He's in his fucking truck, and he's just stopped. In the fucking retention pond, I think it is at least, or mud, whatever you want to call it. And we were like five minutes in and we come up. Josh is ahead of us by at least three. Yeah. And then we catch up to him and we're like, what's wrong? And he goes, my transmission stopped. Just keep going without me. And we're like, okay, fuck it. Because we can't stop. So we get to go by him and we leave his truck. And then we get to the edge where this fucking hill is. And we're like, we're almost there. And we literally, nope. Get, we get like, I'm moving side to fucking side. I'm like, and then I just get stuck. And all I remember is us sitting there going, well, Josh is stuck. We're stuck. No one else is out here. And we could see, all I remember is we could see the road with could literally we're like that's the road right there like all we have to do is walk through two feet of mud and then we're on the fucking road and then josh somehow fucking starts his transmission makes it out out of the mud with god have mercy on us makes it out and then tows us out but that was the funniest thing ever is we were literally three feet i know it might just cut out we were three feet from it and then josh was like five minutes behind us and that was a fun thing. The fact that his transmission just died in the middle of the mud hole is so funny to me. I think one of the other funny <laughs> it moments. It just died. This truck was a piece of shit, bro. Dude. What, what was it? Like fucking SpongeBob looking ass? It was it yellow. yellow. It had red. Oh, yeah. my God. He was such a redneck back in the day. I think one of the other funny moments we had in high school was, remember we played Stranger? I, I don't know if it was called Stranger, but it was where you have teams mm-hmm. of four where you had two drivers and two uh, we used to call it hostage. Hostage. That was the name. Yes. That was the name. Yes. That game was fun. Yeah. So, whoever doesn't know hostage, you would have two drivers and two hostages. The hostages would get in a. Well, wait, wait, wait. Go ahead. There's teams of four. Yeah, teams of four. And you pick two people to be hostages on your team, and then they get you pick numbers, and it gets distributed. Your hostages go to another team. Mm-hmm. The other team has two drivers, a navigator and a driver. And then you have the two hostages from the other team in your car. Just to clarify so people understand. And you you would, if you were a driver, you would drive those hostages to the middle of nowhere. Where? Oh, we set like a limit for where we were supposed to go. It was all of Pinellas County. We had one person set the path. We took, okay, the way the game works is there's team of four two you pick two people to be the hostages and then you switch hostages with other team Mm -hmm. the hostages and yourself your phones are completely deactivated you you, the only thing you can do is call call. someone only thing you can do is call and you can the rule is and we go by an honor system is you can only call if you know where you are Mm -hmm. so if you know where you are you can call and then your team can try to figure that out where you are and come pick you up. And then we have a rendezvous location. The first team back wins, but we would deactivate all everything, internet maps, you couldn't see only anything. fucking call people. You couldn't see anything. So you would get, and then your team would, you would be as a hostage. You go into the other driver's car 
and they're allowed to blindfold you to the max, however they want to do yep. it. And you sit in the back seat, and they drive fucking around. It was the most awkward thing ever because oh if, my if, God, if random crazy. people saw you, you're blindfolded, and these people were thinking, "What the fuck is going on?" These yeah, people you look like you're being stole. kidnapped. Yeah, you literally look like AKA you're being kidnapped. AKA the game name of hostage. <laughs> yeah, you literally look like you're being kidnapped, and. When, the farther you went out with the other hostages, like the drivers went out, the other hostages, the farther you have to go in order to get your other your teammates. Ho- your yeah. teammates. So it, it was kind of a trade. The farther you go, the farther you have to drive in order yeah. to get. Oh, I my elbow. The farther you have to go to get your teammate. Once you get your teammate, you have to go to the place. Ours was Steak and Shake, wasn't it? We rendezvoused at a Steak and Shake that we yeah. all knew. Yes, we, we picked a location everyone would know the rendezvous at. Yes. And it was tough because even the drivers couldn't use their maps. They had to just go Drive that and figure way. out how they get down they had to wherever get you were. Yeah. I remember we dropped you and Z off in the middle of downtown St. Pete. We were not even, no, 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 no. We were not in downtown St. Pete. We were past downtown yeah, yeah, in a place far. called. Coquina K, yeah, you guys which is on the bar. tip of where we live, of Pinellas County, which is Peninsula. It's on the very southernmost tip. And I remember finding that and going, Coquina K, I have no idea where that is. And then we ran to 4th Street in St. Pete, and we called Josh, and he was like, we're like, we're on 4th Street. And he's like, I know where that is. And it took him 30 goddamn yeah, minutes it, to it fucking was, find it us. It was far. And we didn't get last place because Josh dropped off these people in the fucking... Josh went You guys mudding. dropped them in the fucking bog in where the we, woods. we went mudding. Yeah, that was out of territory, but yeah, I remember that. And um, and then we'll wrap it up here pretty soon. It's about time. But uh, yeah, it was fucking crazy. It was it was a fun fucking game. If you guys don't ever want if you guys don't ever want to play, play hostage. That's a fun game you guys can play. Just find your, your phones and shit. And that'll be a solid ass place. It, it, it's fun. It's a it's a it really good, good game. You just have to get a really big group in order to do it. You need at least sixteen people. You need yeah. teams of four. You need four yeah, teams. One hundred percent. Four teams of four for sure. Um, yeah. Dude, that's all I got for you today, man. We've done a good fucking amount of time right now. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, man. Yeah, for sure. All right, it. last cheers, man. We're gonna close it out here. Cheers. Cheers, brother. All right. Bye everybody. Peace.